coming in on three, two, one. Welcome to another episode of Bruce Booze and Reviews. Yeah! I like this shot full of shit. That's about it. <laughs> was that was that recorded? <laughs> a sperm bag of sounders. Bananas kind of pissed me off. And the average for the beer that everybody loves is really high. I like getting shit on. It's not an episode if you didn't make something up. Tangerines are whores. So anyway, what? Fucking Pepsi Clear can suck my dick. No, and I that's, thought it was a, and that's Crystal a fact. Pepsi. Crystal I, Pepsi. Or that's what I said. But I looked it up, and it's actually on Wikipedia. It says Crystal Pepe, Pepsi can crush my... <laughs> I'll be back next week. See you guys. Uh, I had a great uh, well, time. Knox and I will have to talk about that. Gotta go. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Crystal, it's okay. Crystal what were you saying now? What was the though? last time your mouth just stopped? But what were you saying about <laughs> Chris? Are you saying about Crystal Pepsi? Though? I looked it up. Wikipedia says it can suck my dick. Oh, that's not that. I know it's not worth it when you fumble. Well, now I you mean, have Crystal... to commit. Yeah, you have to go to Wikipedia, make it say that. I do, right? I need to open up a Crystal Pepsi fucking Wikipedia page. You know what? You're fired. Okay, you didn't follow proto. You didn't follow proto. No, I didn't follow Proto either. Anyway, <laughs> I'm your host, Knox, and welcome to a child podcast about adult beverages. All right. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Well, apparently, I got to do this again. All right. This is uh, Bruce Booze Reviews, a childish podcast about adult beverages. I'm your host, Knox. With me today is Big Earn. Yes. Beverages. Beverages. <laughs> it's almost like this was a last call or something, but no, it's just we're that good. Just, ah, Big Earn's here. We're just so excited our mouse quit. I feel last call here is more of a suggestion than a rule. <laughs> yeah. It's true. like a stop sign. <laughs> is it a stop sign? As long as there's no kids in the crosswalk, you're fine. It's a right? slow down and roll through sign. Get off the sidewalk. <laughs> and with me as well is Chris. Uh, and I'm, I'm a big pimpin'. I'm BLADs. Yep. Blades. Whatever. For cutters. It's like that. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> Emo the a, emu. If there, I had wrist, I'd cut myself. <laughs> there's this joke, right? Like back in the day when you saw somebody with, with their missing a leg, whatever, they had that, what, that fucking pink plastic, you know, thing at the, at the end of their nub, whatever they're run with. <laughs> now people with, without any lower extremities can't compete in the Olympics because they're too fast. Because they're just running on those fucking blades. Those those springy <laughs> blades. <laughs> yeah, they're not allowed. Yeah. They're too fast. We have the technology. That's right. <laughs> it's like Terminator. I'm your father. I'm your pop pop. <laughs> That's my, uh, if Darth Vader was a little more, uh, you know, like the guy's Excitable. More, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and with us today as well is Christopher Larson. Welcome back again. Cheers. Great to be here. Oh, ah. no, that's at the end. Yeah. <laughs> I cheers all day long. All right. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I like didn't mean to... Chris and his scotch. I do it <laughs> all day long. That's right. I'm sorry. I meant to say Chris, uh, Microsoft engineer Chris Larson is here with us as well. <laughs> well I'm not an by engineer. By the time this gets the world I'm... famous bartender battle judge. Master of none. Yes. Uh, jack of all trades. Master of none. I master guess. of the tasty taste. It's, uh, it's actually better to be a jack of all trades than a master of none. I feel that's just what people who can't commit to one thing tell themselves to feel important. <laughs> right. Absolutely. <laughs> it's 100%. better to be a jack-off. Yes. Like, I'm, go I'm good at everything, but really shitty 
for the most part at every goddamn thing. I'm right, really good at starting something, but you might have to get somebody else to finish right. it. The complete saying goes, a jack of all trades is a master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. It's intended as a compliment and means that a person as a generalist rather than a specialist being versatile and, a, and a adept is better. That just reads, I'm really good at bar trivia and nothing else. <laughs> I'm a good guesser. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's like one of those chicken before the egg things. And speaking of which, though, of, con of contemplating all things nerd, I got... Like, uh, don't put the horse before the one-wheeled cart. <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh. You know, I don't Figured know what it. you guys are talking about, but I'm already under the third beer. Well, he is. Ernie's like, whatever, six, yeah. 4.5, and 4.75. <laughs> Next. Cheers. <laughs> Clink. And with this as well is uh, my newfound friend and fellow nerd, fucking Zachary Ramadan. Yes, thanks for having me on again. <laughs> Thank you. Rastaman. Thanks for not leaving. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah. You're, you're giving me free alcohol the and free bacon. I, I'm Midwestern. By legal obligation, I have to stay for at least another hour. <laughs> True that. I mean, I've got 14 more goodbyes in me. <laughs> and before you go, you got to put your hand on your knee and go, yeah, it's well, about that time. Yep, there has not been well, one whelp slap yet. So my, my favorite is... Uh, announcing the time when you're leaving, when you're gonna get home. Well, God, even though it's three o'clock, it's like it's already seven o'clock before I get home. You can tell how much people love you too by when you get there. If they ask how are the roads, that that means they love you. That be, that that is the equivalent of like a warm hug from a Midwestern father. If they get here, like oh hug. hey, glad you're here. You run. They don't want you there. <laughs> oh well, at least you had a father. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I. Oh, Jesus. Now it gets dark. All right. Welcome <laughs> back to another episode. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is another one of those Knox's Notables episode. I would pull up the sounder, but uh, I still have to replace my. Knox's uh, Notables. That's nice. I like bad. that sounder. Knox's uh, Notables. You know what? I might actually insert that into the sound. You're the fucking pause. welcome. <laughs> can I You're have just that can, please? Yes. You're just going to text him a little bit later. Hey, can you come over? We need to take two on that. Like, let's <laughs> do a couple a more takes. You're a little pitchy. Yeah. <laughs> right. you. Just slow Stop. it down a little bit so it matches with the rhythm, goddammit. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, no. Uh, these are some beers that I have tried recently, and all of these beers I have also purchased at Bridgeview Liquors. Uh, in Moorhead at 935. That's with a Z, apparently, huh? Liquors. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Conveniently located. As, uh, uh, where? Uh, where is it located? Oh, my God. They just had the ad, for Christ's sakes. They get oh, it. They'll, they'll get it later on. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this is a beer that I really wanted to uh, showcase. Bridge? Because uh, this is a beer by Junkyard Brewing. This is called Plowable Snow. So if you go to Untapped here, it's a lager. It's an India... Pale lager, right? So, so the, again, so they got the actual category correct. So, what this is is a is a, a lager dry hopped with mosaic. So, mosaic is one of my favorite hops. 
So this is an NDPL logger and what we what It's described. one of my favorite patterns. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Nice tile work. What is that? Mosaic? <laughs> Look at me. I, I think we've peaked right. for today. <laughs> <laughs> so if you go you back don't like that one, <laughs> you can get the fuck out. <laughs> So if you go back to episode 183, we did our intro to cold IPAs. We had a discussion again uh, at length about cold IPAs and, and IPLs. This is the first beer that we actually had that was actually labeled correctly as an IPL. And I want to thank Aaron Yonke for paying attention um, to what the style is. And uh, we really appreciate it. And thank you again for creating a lager with Mosaic Hops. Because I love fucking Mosaic. And I got to tell you, on the nose... Yummy, fucking now, delicious. Right, this smells like you're all like passion fruit. All the shit that I love about the mosaic hops, the passion fruit, kind of juicy, but a little bit of pine in there. Yeah, that does, not, does yep. not smell like a lager. It's got I that get dankness. lemon. Yeah, you got little lemon, little grass, little lemon, and I have some malt mm -hmm. written down. So to me, yeah. this is what people who that you want to introduce to what hoppy beers are like. You should introduce them to. So I'm all about this category happening and continuing happening because uh, it's it's a lot more uh, palatable. The mosaic hops is light enough where you just get a taste of it and you can go from there. It doesn't feel as thick in your mouth, right? It it has a water viscosity as opposed to what uh, IPA would have, um, where it feels a little thicker, denser. You know, kind of like Ernie in kindergarten, a little denser. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my god Well they can't all be good Ernie writes most of them for me <laughs> <laughs> Alright that was pretty good See I was just pleasantly surprised by this Because I feel when it comes to like the IPAs And IPLs it, You know this is just as a bystander view But it feels like the the challenge that a lot of places take on is how strong can we make it? How bitter can we make yeah. it? Like tr really lean into that. So when you pulled something like this out, I was really worried, but like I am enjoying this, which I have not said about any IPAs or IPLs in a long time. Like this balances that little bit of harshness and bitterness with a little bit of like a smooth body and a mm -hmm. smooth finish. Like I, I could drink this just as easy as Bud Light, but have a hundred times more better of a time. Yeah, because yeah, it's, it's better. Got that same, more better is good. Mm -hmm. It's got that <laughs> same feeling. It's real light. It's almost, to me, it almost tastes like uh, an NA IPA. Because a lot of times when you make a non-alcoholic beer, it loses a body and all these other things, and it just has a little bit of the flavor. This has a little bit of the flavor, none of the really heavy body, mm -hmm. but I... I'd gladly get drunk on it. The thing that I really like about it, aside from everything that you guys have said, is despite the fact that it has a light body, it's still crisp I mean, and it still has like a nice biscuity character to yeah. it. Like you get that malt, like like Ernie was saying. Like, Do you want to hear the biggest joke? 3.4% ABV. So it's right yeah. around that same. Yeah. So I was close to that same domestic lager mm -hmm. kind of. I ABV thought it was 5.4. Oh. Three, it's 3.4? 3.4. Wow. But the thing I like about this is you're getting a lot of flavor from the hops, but you're not getting to Zach's point, you're you're not gonna get burnt out on oh, hops. Oh wait, it, it is five point four. It's not gonna overpower your palate. No wait, Ernie, you're correct. I, I read misread oh, sorry, the printer. What did you say? <laughs> you were correct. Ernie, you were correct. Thank you. It is 5.4. I'm okay. sorry. Oh, well, and then. Speaking now of we're, Ernie. The ink now rubbed in, off on the can. I'm now sorry. Now we're in danger That's, land because it doesn't taste 5.4. Yeah, you could drink six like of them 
pretty easily. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this is my third four pack I had to get today. No, since I <laughs> since it came, no since it came out, you were holding it well. Because I kept drinking all of them, and, and I was like, I gotta get to on this next episode. I gotta get in the next episode. But I kept drinking all of them because Mosaic's my favorite hops, and it's a lager, and uh, yeah. So they actually brand that as a lager and not as an IPA then? It's an India Pale Lager. Much appreciated. For real. Mm-hmm. They actually got the category right. Much See right there, even on Untapped, India Pale Lager. Crazy, they, right? They actually got it right. Yeah. Hey, Aaron Yonke. Thank <laughs> you, man. This no, is one of my I, I fa- fucking new favorite beers. I personally feel like the other nomenclature is often, not always, but often used as just a marketing ploy. And this right. is, uh, we should get people drinking lagers. There's no, re- I mean, like, absolutely advertise how good a lager can be. Don't try and make it into an IPA. Can, <laughs> yeah, I cannot like, express just so people to you. Will buy it. <laughs> I cannot express to you enough the bell curve of like when you start like oh I know Budweiser and then it's like then you go to the ultimate craft beers like oh I've tried all of them I tried the fucking uh, uh, you always come back to clean crisp and well done yeah it's like when all the girls leave you for them big dick boys and they always come running (laughs) back for Mister Slim. Because you're actually delicious. (laughs) Oh, is that just me? I I will say though to that to that point. I mean, I've been to a lot of beer festivals and been in the brewing scene and Mm -hmm. talked to brewers and that's, this is the kind of beer that they drink and that they aspire to be able to make a really good version of because there's not a whole lot that you can hide behind. Right. Absolutely. You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. it. This is a very crushable beer that still has a lot of flavor. We're behind the mask I mean, now, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. C- kind of like to what you were saying, too. There's a big difference between what I, co- what I kind of figure like a show beer, like the one that gets people in the door, like the, like the peanut butter stouts and all this other stuff. The, and the, the one big that get- peacock. Yeah. yeah, and the one that keeps people coming back because they just want to have it at the end of the day. And this is one That's, of those. Yes, absolutely. It's like uh, Atypical's all, fucking cre- uh, cream all, ale. All your friends will drink this for the most part, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, even your if uncle not, will drink it. Even if like, it's not, uh, they're huge IPA or craft people because it still has that good, clean, crisp finish well, for a while there, there was smashes, right? Single malt, single hop. I think they should do single hop lagers in a series, and then and have everybody try them out. Because I would love to just like showcase the hop. each hops. Yeah. I would love to taste what each hop tastes like in my mouth in a lager form like this, just so I know what hops I like and what hops I don't like. I mean, I would love to be able to just taste them and figure out what the what what what. Ones I like, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, that's great. And, and to a point that's doable, but the, also the crazy thing too, about the way that brewing is getting nowadays is Pump so much, much of product. it is, well, that, but so much of it too, is all these other variants like water profile and yeast and like yep. a lot of breweries now are experimenting with yeast. And so like, you'd have to keep the yeast exactly the same and mm-hmm. everything exactly the same. Um, in order to highlight that hop. It would just be a fun experiment. Like, okay, mm-hmm. one yeast and then a batch of each different hop. Yep. And then one hop with a batch of different yeasts mm-hmm. and just see how it everything kind of changes and God damn, I love drinking. That would be a lot of fun. I don't know if they ever got it off the ground, but I know they were talking about creating a, a fermentorium in Minneapolis where they would take like all of the major Minneapolis craft breweries, wart, and then they would just 
fermented in different ways in different vessels and with different yeast. God damn. And that is my second favorite Metallica song. Fermenting wort, or what? Fermenting wort. It was initially supposed to be sanitarium. It was supposed to be initially be on the Kill 'Em All album, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it never got released until they did Garage Inc. <clears throat> so we revisited for five ninety nine. Yeah. Oh my god. Anyways, can we, can we talk? Yeah, can, can I put my yes. two cents in? Two, two cents about this mosaic. I got, got eleven and a half in. Uh, All right, two more. I get uh, too much bitterness. Honestly, and kind of a lot of lemon, almost like almost like a shandy, like a malty shandy. But I'm also out of water because nobody got me water. So. I, are you sure it's not this beer that you <laughs> nope, maybe were drinking ahead of time? This one, okay. but it is very crisp. I agree that is good uh, carbonation, um, very enjoy- enjoyable, enjoyable. Uh, yep, angelicable. Oh come on, we're all, all right. fucking getting hammered, Chris. Stop. Doing our stop what having a good time? Stop oh, putting so on our fucking but I, but I <laughs> fucking personally get a, I, I or personally get a little bit too much bitterness off. Have right. we so, met Knox? So, so what do you score this out of six in quarter increments? Four point five zero, still really good. Four point five out of six, correct. That's what okay, he said. Chris, that was his words. Four point seven five out of six. All right, Chris. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're on the six point scale, right? Yeah, we're on yep. beers now. So yeah, I've. As an in, India PL logger. Okay. Four point five. Yep. Zach? All right. So so this one's out of six. Mm-hmm. This may honestly be one of the best beers I've ever tasted. And comparing it to what my previous favorite beer was, I like this more. I may have a new favorite beer. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I'm I'm giving this a five point two five. Fuck all y'all. I'm giving this a six. Well, I was gonna say, I mean, if this is I like, like how best, it, what is it a challenge? Give it, give it a six if you want, <laughs> yeah. Zach. Five point two five. I'm I'm a I'm a realist when it comes to my ratings, whether I'm rating beers, wines, anime shows, whatever you want. <clears throat> I'm a realist. I understand when things have flaws. I understand this may not be everyone's favorite thing, but the people that do like it, it is going to be their go-tos from now on. Yeah. Absolutely. It's delicious. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So the average for uh plowable snow uh from Junkyard is five. After my perfect six rating, by the way. Yes. Yeah. I give it a six. A look at you, show off. It's, hey, my, uh, it's my favorite logger. It's my favorite hey, logger ever. Did you know uh, Ryan gave this a six? Yeah. I, well, give it a he, six. He texted me earlier. It's a big said, fucking hey, deal. Make sure Aaron hey, knows. Hey, it's a big fucking deal when we rate something a, a six. Excellent beer. Sorry. All right, this next one. <laughs> you assholes. <laughs> you support me so little. What do you? I'm not your job. Right, just like your All right. So this next one is called "It's Legal There" by Blackstack Brewing. I and just want to throw it out there. Love and their ca- I like their Hophead cans. Farms. I always like their can art. Mm. I like their big black stack in the middle of the fucking logo. I just I like it. So this is a collab, right, between a Michigan hop producer? Yep. Over there and, at uh, the, Hophead Farms. Hence the greetings from Michigan label. Yes, so this is all Michigan hops. Yeah. uh, 100%. It's a postcard. Yeah, done by the same people that came to Fargo and painted a... The mural. Is it really? Yeah. They they went to a bunch of different states and they did that all over the place. Yeah, this is definitely postcard font where each letter has like a different place you can put in, which, thank God, Fargo only has five letters, because it could probably start running out of places to see after that. <laughs> right. 
I just saw a list of top 15 things to do while you're in Fargo. I'm like, 15? Pretty soon it's like, go for a walk. (laughs) Go for a walk someplace else. What does that say? Chris, Cascade and Centennial? Yep, that's what it looks like. I'm not sure if that's what these are from, but Michigan's known for their Cascade and Centennial. This looks like it's uh, Chinook and Copper, according to that. I didn't know Copper was a... I'm sorry, I'm not going to do the joke anymore. <laughs> oh, you fucking <laughs> pussy. This smells wonderful as well. It it does. It's like fruit. It's, it's like being it's a little, little, little fruit cup. Yep, so this is a Miss, uh, Michigan double IPA. No fruit was harmed in the making of this extremely fruit-forward beverage with the stickiest, ickiest Michigan Chinook and Michigan Copper we got from Hophead's Farm on a clean base of... Breeze p- Pills Malt. Ernie, I can't hear you when Knox is trying to talk over us. <laughs> oh, I was saying a, l- a little bit of apricot in there. Oh. And a uh, melon. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe cantaloupe or muskmelon. Oh, sure, yes. Very, very melony. Very orange fruity. Like you pay six bucks to touch these. <laughs> it is Sweet not crystal now, clear. It's not absolutely crystal clear, but it is a uh, hazish. Haze. Lemony looking, yep. Uh, but the fruitiness is up, it's fucking like it should be a New England IPA, like a hazy yeah. IPA. It's uh, there's so much fruit in this, it's su- it, yeah, it's super melon. Oh, so, great TV show! So they said, What? So this is <laughs> on the can, it says a clear double IPA with Michigan hops. What, is, what the fuck is a clear IPA? Well, this isn't clear, no, but it's for. As much late hop additions as this may have happened, this is maybe this was like centrifuge a lot. I don't fucking know, but yeah, um, uh, against the grain team up was okay. I know uh, what you guys are talking about. Mine is crystal clear. Oh wait, my glass is just empty. <laughs> You're such a dork. I like it. <laughs> Big fan of you. So the opposite of the hazy IPA now exists in the world, and it's called any IPA, but it, I think it's a clear IPA. Yeah, I, I believe any IPA was the name of this other particular clear IPA that a different. Yeah, I don't think you're looking at the right thing. Yeah, it's not clear. I think that's definitely a misleading name because even if you were to compare it to like a West Coast traditional West Coast IPA, like mm-hmm. but, so, but it's so not those, as clear as that. Those yeah, but they're, have, they're well, adding their hops in the beginning of I, the boil. Yeah, though, but I mean, it might be boiling down to how light bodied looking it is, right? Because some compared, of those other IPAs we're talking about are clear to see through, right? Yes. They're transparent. Like the West Coast but especially. But they're copper colored. Mm-hmm. Where this is that light straw. Lemony. So there's a bit of haze to it, but I think it's the how exactly. light it is yeah. in color why they're going with the clear it's, nomenclature. And I think clear comparatively for how much fruit forwardness there is that you usually only see in a hazy IPA. I mean, I'm liking this very yeah. much. It's uh, hoppy and dank. It's good. And, Even and I like fruity this. as fuck. Like you, you guys keep talking about how fruity it is, and I, I can get that after I've had a few sips, but... Could you just, do me one just, favor? It, it just is. feels like it's not doing too much for me like you know we were joking about it before joking about crystal pepsi before this all started but like and what does it do this sucks my dick (laughs) but this (laughs) this kind of feels like the crystal pepsi of ipas for me which if you like it fine but it's not doing a lot for me yeah Mm. i mean it's good it's tasty does it blow (laughs) does it blow you 
I'd give it a I mean, wish. It blows, I'd give it, it a solid quarter in a crystal Pepsi kind of way. Right. <laughs> if it did, I'd give it, a, give it a seven out of six instantly, but. <laughs> the only thing I really. <laughs> it's fucking great. The only thing I, I would have to say is that at the end, it kind of dries off my the top of my tongue, which just makes me want to drink more, which is could be dangerous because this is 8%. Oh, geez. yeah, and it's a pill. Um, it's a pills malt I, base. Yeah, it's malty. It's it's not as bubbly, crisp as the uh, Plowable Snow, but yeah, man, I, this is a tasty fruit. If we're, com- malt. If, oh. we're ca- if we're comparing the two, I don't like this one as much, but there's still a lot of really good things going on. The thing that you brought up that really just kind of smacked me in the face was eight percent because it yeah. drinks. Like a, a lot 5%. lighter than that. Like, yeah. like I yeah, want to go tubing the, with this beer. Both of these last two we've had both drink real low. Like when yeah. you said 3.4 accidentally for the alcohol mm-hmm. content, I believed, I believed it. it. Yep. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. Oh, 5.4? Well, fuck. <laughs> like, yeah, so both definitely you need to be a little bit aware of while you're drinking because I could see myself easily pounding a four pack of 16 ounces of this. Yes. Yes. And then tipping over (laughs) at 8% (laughs) in a 90 degree heat day or something like that, you know. Well, hey, happy Father's Day. (laughs) Listen, I got to give a shout out to fucking Blackstack Brewing in general. I mean, these guys are always producing fucking banger beers. Every single fucking month they're releases. Sucking dick. I had the fucking, <laughs> hey, listen, I, I got two months left until I get my teeth back, okay, guys? No, so he's saying he's fucking, fucking Blackstack. It has cause... nothing to do with that. It's the oh, words you would you're love using. to go to Blackstack. I mean, Blackstack Brewing, they've, they've got nothing but bangers. Yeah, uh, Blackstack does a great job. Uh, yeah, they've had some, you know, not so great ones, but, you know, goddamn, those guys consistently put out some good beers, and I'm glad they're experimenting, and they're going into something like what... And and actually labeling it a clear double IPA. I mean, what what exactly does that mean? Clear double IPA. Does that mean it's an India PL lager like the fucking plowable snowball junker that we just had? I mean, it's kind of the same haze, right? <clears throat> Similar same clarity, yeah, appearance, yeah. You know, definitely at eight percent though. I mean, it's it's up there. It's an IPA double IPA category for sure. And I guess now that you, I mean. It's coming from Blackstack, so I mean they're mm-hmm. known for making triple IPAs that don't taste like. Triple yeah, they don't burn your so, fucking throat on I the guess way I'm down. I'm not surprised yeah. that this is an eight percent beer that drinks like a five percent beer. They're pretty gangster when yeah. it comes to that shit. Yeah, yeah. Blackstack Brewing has always been, you know, a place that I've uh, always wanted us to go do a taproom takeover and should find we, out more about them. Should we rate this one? Yes. yes. Uh, who wants to start this one? I started the last one. Five. Okay. I like it a lot. Chris, I gave four seven five to the last one. Is that correct? Correct. I'll do four point five. Chris, Arson, where, where was I at on the last one? Four five. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Four two five. Makes sense. I'm just. Uh, it's not quite as good as the last one, in my opinion. Okay. I mean, it's I'm a not... solid, solid beer for a double IPA. It drinks very, very easily. Um, yeah. I'm not going to pull either one of these out of my butthole. I mean, no, if they're no. there, it's staying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Zach, what do you think? Boof uh-huh. crew. Out of six. Well, I mean, after after the last beer I had, which may be my new favorite beer of all time, and then mm. I get this, which I feel just doesn't deliver, which is nothing on Blackstack. This is my first beer I've ever had of them. So oh. I'm definitely going to try more of their stuff because yeah. I like what they're trying to do here, mm-hmm. but I feel this one just didn't deliver for me, so I'm going to have to go to 375 on it. Okay. Knox. I'm not. Sh- 
Uh, you should be sure. You are not. All right. Flavor alone, I'll give it a, a, a 4.75 out of 6. Jesus, the pause for dramedy. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> but, I have, but I have so many issues with everything else. Uh, you do have a lot of issues. Yes. Okay. The clear double IP. What the fuck does that mean? I mean, you guys said you used Breeze Pills Malt. Does that mean that you're like trying to be an uh, uh, India Pale Lager and you're calling it a fucking clear double IPA because of the amount of hops that you used and when you used it? What? I mean, what the fuck is going on? I, but, I don't think you should you be that upset those... off a no, label. Yeah, why the fuck not? I mean, that's the whole point. You need to know what the fuck you're drinking when you buy a can of goddamn beer and when the shit gets uh, less or more and more and more fucking muddy and less clear what the fuck that you're trying to look for when you want to have a drink. It fucking angers me. I'm sorry. Well, this I, is my I, bullshit. I am actually 100% I mean, with you I would, on this. I, I think, would totally I think... take this. It's legal here as an India pale lager. Knox, you have to go to your um, safe corner. But then it's like a stronger, like, imperial lager. Somebody take the sharing stick away well, from him. He's going to poke man? someone's eye out. No, I, I will back him up on this. If I go to the store and I buy a Hershey's bar and I open up and there's Skittles inside, I'm going to be upset. Can you sound more like a dickhead, though, as you do it? <laughs> I oh, probably no, could, <laughs> but it's a little too early in I, the day. I do agree, though. I mean, it's getting a little ridiculous sometimes. <laughs> and fucking, some of it is marketing. The categories are getting more is, fucking yeah. hazy as it goes. Yes. Why, why, no, why can't we just call hazy, it hazy? It's clear. <laughs> why just can't we just call it beer? <laughs> Hams. Oh. Hams is good beer. Uh, well, because we're talking about the curve. And we're going to get really weird with it as we continue down this beer lineup because the stuff that we have coming. Who brought, for, who brought this? Is, is like, did you bring these? All Knox? Uh, not all of them. Chris brought one. You brought it? Okay. All right. And it's going to be interesting. So uh, it's mostly Knox's normals. Hey, let's drink another beer. We're getting we're getting way so, fucking deep. So this well, we got to score this one. It's legal here, right? So you gave it 4.75. Mm-hmm. So yep. the average for Black Stacks, uh, it's legal there is 4.45. Yeah. So I think it's good. an Indian Peel Lager. Anyway, right, let's move on one? to the next one and then take a fucking break because I'm going to snap if we don't. All right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have the next one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're doing the uh, junkyard's hosta barista. Hosta barista, baby. (laughs) Someone needed to say it. (laughs) I love champagne. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Six. It is uh, currently You're just a fancy bitch. That's all you are. It's currently 1.40 p.m. in the early afternoon. We did a previous episode on some Father's Day scotches. And so, yeah, we uh, pre-gamed with some mimosas. Because so, my girlfriend thought it would be funny. The first time I ever tried Cristal, she made me and my buddy Stefan lay on our lambskin rug in front of the fireplace and drink. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a thing. You mean that's just not a normal Wednesday night for you? Or <laughs> yeah, he's I believe those photos will be available to Patreon subscribers. I should, I <laughs> They're <laughs> fan, yeah. fans only or something? They are pretty fucking adorable. All right, listen, uh, so this next beer is the Hosta Barista Blonde Ale with Coffee by Junkyard Brewing Company. <laughs> and there is an honest-to-God reason why I chose this beer, and not, not just because I wanted to, like, create drama with the first two beers like we had before, but uh, because yeah, this... forbid people have different points of view. Yeah, I mean, discussion is a must. We had to figure this shit out. See how sexy. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Sorry. A bear skin rug. Uh, sh- lamb skin. Lamb skin. Uh, so, 
like the condoms you used. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was it ribbed for his pleasure? Uh, Are they dishwasher safe? Like, <laughs> it's the only put them in the top dishwasher. rack. It's the only yeah. place I have only sex. Only the top rack of the dishwasher. <laughs> I'm, I'm a top rack fucking in a dishwasher type of guy. Oh, why would I hey, have to do that? Yeah, why don't you just uh, fucking pass the here. can? <laughs> fucking moron. Pass the can, you ass wife. It's my first doing? day. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Three all years right. into this, I'm just handing you handfuls. Like, all right, ladies and gentlemen, this is out of my hand. This is the Hasta Barista Blonde Ale with Coffee by Junkyard Brewing Company. In the year 2022, a smoking crater appeared in a parking lot. Crouched in the smoking crater was a naked cyborg from the future. The cyborg was holding a bag of coffee beans. Why wouldn't that? What's that? That's what I smell. Coffee from the future. You don't get that, like right away. Yeah, I I associate it with something else though. The cyborg was on a mission to save the future from a world without coffee beers. I thought it was like dirty smoke. I, I just need to comment on the picture. There's a drawn, like, Terminator-esque character huffing coffee, and he looks like he's enjoying it a little too much. Fuck yeah, oh, dude. it's because he has <laughs> a heart on? That's how they vape <laughs> in the future. <laughs> yes, the, yes the, the throbbing erection is what gave it away. Like there, there were subtleties in the face, a little bit in the body posture, but the throbbing erection is what yeah. really gave it away. He's like, look down, get out, my cock's in the way. <laughs> Get to the chopper. <laughs> Look down. Get out. I was oh taking our uh, foster dog, uh, Lester, out for a walk last night. Mm-hmm. And uh, you knocks were like texting me, hey, you want to try this beer? I'm like, yeah, all right. What are you doing? What? Walking the dog? Stop by. I'm like, okay. So I was smart this time. You I took the dog for a winded. walk around the block before I stopped at your house. Oh, that's why it took so long. Yeah. But yeah. And he's like, you got to try this. I'm like, oh, Damn, this is like multi coffee. This is well wild. carbonated. This well, listen, listen. The reason why I got this beer initially, why I was so inter- interested it, it was in it, it is so because you could of, say because hosta. Of, well, yeah, maybe a little bit. I mean, the fucking marketing is pretty killer on this one. You gotta admit, but because uh, you know Ernie likes coffee so much, and honestly, I like coffee a lot as well. Absolutely. So. When they say, hey, this is going to be a coffee blonde ale, and this is like their first try at it, actual coffee blonde ale, I'm like, all right, I'm down for it. Because uh, we've had a couple on the on this our is show before. so good. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's yep. coffee and citrus notes. How can, do- you, how can you have such a, a light, vibrant, <laughs> coffee-flavored beer, you know? Like, you know, obviously there's cold brew coffees and stuff, but those mm-hmm. taste... Heavier, thicker, creamier, blah, 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 what the fuck ever. But this has that light, bursting fucking lemon zest and all these really cool, sharp nuances, and it's fucking coffee. All right, Chris, like, let, me, yeah. let, let me take it back for a little bit. Let's uh, describe for the audience. For one, this is like a, like a, a, a lager, basically, that has some frost in the glass. It's very clear. It's a blonde ale. Uh, it's very... I thought you just said it was a lager. It looks like a lager. Oh, okay. Very light and the clarity straw. of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's a little haze like the, yeah, you have the outside of your glass that's too chilly. Well, actually, no, I just wiped it off. Now it is lager clear. So uh, bravo on the clarity of the blonde ale guys at Junkyard. And second of all, it, I mean, the smell immediately, it's not that bitter ass two day old coffee. It's like, 
oh my God, this coffee was just I mean, brewed. Yeah. yeah, it's like you just got to I, the office coffee. Yeah, right. And I just brewed, the, I just hit the brew button and I waited for the two minutes for it to brew at, uh, at, at my job. And then I poured a fresh cup. This is what this smells like. Not like normally when it's coffee, whatever the fuck, where it smells like it's two days old, three days old, sitting there for a week, whatever the fuck, where it's bitter and and kind of like, you know, sour a little bit. This is, the smell is great. To me, the smell is coffee grounds. The taste coffee is more like. And some dirt and dust. Yeah. And the but, taste is more coffee, but maybe a, a little bit of some sort of vanilla creamer in it. Just yeah. a little bit of vanilla. Chris, I think maybe you even said like Probably. a lemon zest. As long as it was smart, I said it. <laughs> yeah, and that's part of the great that's part of the grain bill, right? The right. more that you but get into that. But it's still malty, it's still kind of thick, mouthfeel. Yeah, that's I, and I I think this was a, 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 a if I was to guess, I would say that this was a, a wheat heavy a grain bill because of how much of that vanilla sweetness comes out and the sweetness of the grain bill that just balances out the coffee. Uh, Chris, what do you think? Yeah, I think typically a blonde ale, you're gonna put some wheat in the mash bill. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm surprisingly enjoying this because I'm not a coffee person. Yeah. Like I've always liked the smell of coffee and like the general flavor of coffee. Like I like tiramisu and coffee. How it tastes when stuff. you're like, licking it off someone. Yeah, but not this, much of a drinker. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you yeah. know, snorting the fresh grounds, getting that full <laughs> zip. But, <laughs> but I just. There's just like, this is what, when people describe what coffee is supposed to taste like to me, this is what I imagine. Like if coffee tasted like this, I would drink a hell of a lot more coffee. Who did we have on, mm. um, Thunder Coffee? Dexter. Yeah. Dutton. Well, is it Thunder Coffee? Yep. Yeah. He brought over that fucking, uh, I, uh it was. That big giant fucking stoner it, keg it bag was, full um, of coffee. Whoa. Wow. God. Was it Ethiopian? Yep. Coffee. So, yes. A, a wash. Yeah, and it kind of—that's what this reminds me of a bit, mm-hmm. where it has that brightness to it. Some coffees are just really dark and dank and don't have some of those zesty notes. And yeah, and it, and it wasn't this, bitter; it was just nice and bright. Effing crushes. Yeah, yeah. this yeah. fucking crushes. Citrus acidity rather than like uh, bitterness. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man, I'm loving this beer. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'll spread it out. I'll give this one a um, a five point five. As far as blonde ales, this is one of my favorites of all time, easily, hands down. And the coffee flavor, I love it. say hands shit. down, like we're all standing around, like we're about <laughs> to get held up. We're <laughs> <laughs> going on a roller coaster. <laughs> hands down, guys. Jesus. <laughs> Ernie? You're going to scratch my ceiling. And remember, Ernie, <laughs> keep your arms and legs inside the mix. At all times. We almost, just witnessed, we almost just witnessed a real life spit take. I'm hilarious. Now, he hates it when we're funny. <laughs> Tone it down, I, uh, boys. You know, the only thing I could think of is maybe uh, kind of bitters at the end a little, or dries out. Maybe bitters. It doesn't bitters. Maybe dries out at the end a little bit. But damn, uh, God, I could I could almost give this a six. A dare. Yeah, dare. I know I mean, you would. I, because, I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what what more would I want. This is so subtle. From a coffee beer. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to just give it a six. I'm giving it a six also. There's, what's wrong with it? You know, I don't it's think a, anything. It's a, it's a banger of a blonde ale. It's got great coffee notes. It, it's zesty. It's fresh. It's, and it's not bitter. It's, I would like this. It's incredible. Straight out of the tap. Yeah. Right. Just put my dick hole up to it and pour it straight through there. Right through the urethra. <laughs> 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 
Chris, what do you think? <laughs> Not yeah. a, I, no clue um, what you're just talking. I don't. I don't know about involving my penis, but I believe that I would give it a 5.5. 5. <laughs> right. Because, ah, oh, poor Dick. <laughs> yeah. Zach, what do you think? So, I, I'm, I'm conflicted because the first one we had from Junkyard, I would still put that as one of the favorite beers I've ever tasted. But this is so technically done well to the point where it's making me like something that I typically almost avoid. <laughs> Which is coffee. That, yes, that I, I I have to rate it higher just because the 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 expertise that went into this just blows my opinion out it's of the water. Make, it's making you like something that you hate. Yeah, so minimum I have to give this a 525. I still think I'm going to go for the first one just as like my everyday going beer, but I'm there's going to be about two weeks from now. I'm going to want this beer, and I'm going to have to make a special trip to go get it. <laughs> good luck trying that's to find good. it. <laughs> that's, that's good. Uh, that's All this shit saying. goes fast, man. Who do we got, Ernie? So the average for a junkyard's hosta barista is... <sighs> you fucking heavy H, motherfuckers. <laughs> Five We're gardening five. in this bitch. Five point We're six hostas. five. Damn, that's a good beer. Five point six five. Goddamn right. All right, we'll be right back that's after this funny. word from our sponsors. Uh, what do you say? H out of the cigarette. <laughs> Smoke the hostel. <laughs> Bigger in here from Brews, Booze, and Reviews. Want to give a shout out to one of our sponsors, Bridgeview Liquors. Bridgeview is conveniently located in Moorhead, Minnesota at 935 37th Avenue South. They have an impressive selection of craft beers, wines, and all the boozes. They have a friendly and knowledgeable staff. In fact, uh, Bridgeview started their classes again on Saturdays. Go check out uh, Bridgeview on Facebook and click on their events tab for all the classes they have and all the classes that they have coming up. For only 25 bucks, you can attend these classes and you get to sample some really good stuff. The guys and I actually went to one of the rum classes, and it was a great experience. So for all the info on Bridgeview, including their hours of operation, check them out on Facebook. And when you do check out, mention Brews, Booze, and Reviews, and you get 10% off your purchase. Thank you, listeners, and thank you, Bridgeview. Cheers. We here at Brews, Booze, and Reviews want to thank our sponsors at FargoUnderground.com. Check them out if you want to know what's going on in Fargo-Moorhead and West Fargo. One of the coolest features that I love is the events tab under Nightlife. You can find what's going on with live music, comedy, croaky, open mics, trivia. Bingo! Oh. You said 061, right? Hold your cards. We got a possible bingo in the corner. Yeah, yeah, and bingo. So anyway, for more information on what's going on in Fargo-Moorhead, check out FargoUnderground.com. Wait, need to explain to everybody what the International Dance Championship is. Uh, it's where you win dance contests in different nations. International Dance Champion. I, I literally was at a wedding. Technically, would that be Outer National? <laughs> You're a fucking dweeb. Because <laughs> inner is in, right? Yeah. I, I was literally at a wedding a couple weeks ago. You forgot the T there, bro. Inner. <laughs> uh, what? That, it, it's not inside of her national. It's inter. <laughs> oh, Anyways. We'll just move on. We should just move on from here. <laughs> that hey, sounds like a, that sounds like a bad pickup line. I'm going into international waters. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> I want to enter her national. Uh, <laughs> I also won an Oreo stacking contest once. That's a fun fact about me. I'm an Oreo stacking champion. But wow. they're, they're literally circles. Like It was 97 degrees. These fucking things were melted and cross-eyed <laughs> like Telly Savalas. <laughs> no, he's not the guy with the glass eye. Oh. Who who narrated Princess Bride? That guy. He had a glass eye. I don't know. Uh do better. Um, <laughs> what's the first what's the next beer we're doing? I have three sitting in front Wait, of me. Wait, we gotta figure this out. Figured it. What are we looking uh, at? Princess what? Princess. The Princess Bride. Arguably one of the best movies ever made. Oh god, yeah. Peter Falk. Peter Falk. Peter Falk. He was a narrator. He's the cross-eyed, glass-eyed. Yeah, he's he also Columbo. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah okay. Col- same guy. Yeah, Christopher Columbo. No, not Christopher <laughs> Columbo. You fucking oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> I, that was a good one, actually. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, 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 in 1982, Columbo sailed the airwaves blue <laughs> <laughs> with on a one-eye cross-eyed for me and you. <laughs> Holy fuck! All right, here we go. All right, so today's episode. Or this uh, uh, coming back and welcome it, back from the break, folks. Yep, welcome back from the break. This one is from Central Waters. This okay. is the, his dudeness. So, what is his his dudeness? Imperial Stout. I believe that's the Cohen Brothers guy with cocoa nibs, lactose, vanilla beans, coffee beans, and sugar. Cocoa oh, nibs. My stripper name. But <laughs> it is a white stout. It's a long stripper name. Well, and, I'm a long stripper. So this this is an imperial white stout. Yes, and uh, judging by the branding of the label and the name, they're going after the white Russian flavor profile. Ah, oh, that makes sense. Like, wh- and it goes back to the Cohen brothers. That's goddamn right. His dudeness. I didn't even know that's what they were going after. I just said words out loud. More fucking ah, coffee. Got I'm, it. I'm digging it. A little bit. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. <laughs> so this is Imperial White Stout with lactose, vanilla, cocoa nibs, and coffee. A velvety smooth white milk stout with some pleasant aroma emanating from the... Okay. Yeah. Roasted coffee get, and cocoa kind of nibs that they leave vanilla. within. This is a beautiful combination mm. of that of, of exactly what it said. It smells like coffee s'mores. Yeah, yeah. yeah the coffee s'mores. isn't as pronounced. Right. As the more, last there's more chocolate here. in this. It's just one. that yeah, under definitely get more chocolate and sweeter. that sweet yeah. vanilla. For yeah, the, sure. the coffee's the carpet of the room. It but really ties it, it all ties together. It all together. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not a stout. Yeah, it, it looks the like a regular is not like the issue, man. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a pale ale in you, color, honestly. And you can tell that the that there was good chocolate used in this too. It's not like Hershey shit. Like this is someone who took the time to find good chocolate for yeah, this because it cuts through. Typically, perfectly. the mm. process for this is you Oof. usually would use either a liquid cacao nib extract, or you would actually like hang cacao nibs in the tank, yeah, and let it sit there, and probably some coffee beans too. With some cheesecloth, chocolate-covered coffee beans. You fucking eat them after you brew this. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know I'm gonna fucking, suck my own dick. You know, like uh, cacao nibs actually looks like fucking like turds coming out of the like, actual cocoa yes. plant. You oh, I think you're nap. doing it wrong, and that's a weird porn. No, look up, <laughs> look up how to create actual real chocolate. 
It looks like a, a fucking pomegranate that you crack open, and inside of it is like this milky, weird turd. It, lo- it looks with like a, a bird without, turd. Without, yeah, without the, with the nibs. It's like how you get chocolate. Or bird. 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 Like, Because it has this, like, milky Like, like the milky big one on Sesame like, Street. Cacao! Cacao! Yeah, cacao! It's, it's got this, <laughs> it's got this <laughs> milky white exterior to it, which is amazing because of what comes out of it is dark brown. Hmm. It, you know, I know they're going good. for white Russian, and I kind of get yep. that, but to me, it's almost mm. like a candy bar in a glass. It's like, yeah. It's like it's, Almond Joy. It's got some sweetness mm. to it, but there's a little hint of bitterness as well, which I think is a really cool balance that they got going on here. I think the chocolate comes across a, li- uh, a little more dominant than the coffee. Yeah. But- um, the coffee is still a little strong for something that would be considered a white Russian, I think, but pretty tasty. Let's look this up real quick. White Russian doesn't have coffee in it. Ingredients mm-hmm. does it? Yeah, Kahlua. It's vodka, oh, Kahlua, Kahlua yeah, and yeah. cream. Yeah. Yep, yep. Here we go. Two thirds ounce coffee liqueur, one and two thirds ounce vodka, one ounce fresh cream. I think if this is a white Russian, I, 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 I want kind of fucking. I want a it. little less of mm. the Kahlua. Yeah. Which uh, which in in. In respect to the drink itself, I always want a little less Kahlua. Yeah, I always want either a little less Kahlua or a little more Creed. This is actually my... Whenever I go to a brand new kind of, we'll say less than reputable bar, this is my go-to, go-to cocktail to test them. Because if they have the stuff for this, I know they might have a little more. If no one knows how to make this, I know to stick to just what's ever on tap. Yeah, give me a whiskey coke. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Give me, give me the rail coke. drinks. <laughs> That's actually I don't know, really man. Good. I mean the whole the whole thing about a white Russian is the cream and the fucking coffee. And um, I get that. I'd, I get no. both. Those. I want nuttiness too because the first time I ever had a white Russian, I think they had macadamia nuts maybe in them. Yeah, oh, that's, the, that's or the filbers. Or that's something. Yeah. Filbert. That's something. the fucking malt grain of the fucking beer in the first place. The blonde ale in the first place. That's I, want, that... I want the nuts to come more. We'll talk later if you want some nuts in your mouth. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> whoop, whoop. What do you want to do? Only OnlyFans. What do you, so I just opened this can and look how far down the liquid is in there. Yeah, that's Ooh. because of the uh, nitro wet widget in there. Oh, okay. You forgot. You did it wrong. I rolled it. Yeah, that's okay. It's the aggressive pour afterwards that we need to worry about. So, yep. so you yeah. got a line. Hey, don't pour that. Let me pour it. Okay. Pour it. Pour it tall. Yeah. All right. Aggressively. We're gonna. <laughs> be, we're gonna be, work this out. Be aggressive. Well, you just do the. You uh, just do so, no, no, no. Uh, we're still talking about something okay. else. So, uh, <laughs> Jesus but hey, I gotta say, this beer is still fucking pretty fucking good. You know, uh, I mean, after having that hosta barista, it's not as good as that. It's close, but for being a white Russian with the cream, I mean, still, it's fucking good. As far as this beer goes, of what it's saying, it's it's a coffee and cream uh, blonde ale, five point five at least. On um, what it is, it says what it is, and it is what it is. Fuck, man. Nice job, Central Waters. And we all know how much of a stickler you are for labeling. Yeah. <laughs> That's a I true agree. fucking story. 5.5. I'm going to go five and a quarter. I'm going to go five and a quarter as well. I, You know, the one thing I got to say about this beer is I haven't had a whole lot from Central Waters, and they're really renowned for having one of the best barrel programs and stout programs, so I was really looking mm. forward to... Seeing what they delivered for a white stout, and they, this really didn't disappoint. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna seek out more of their beers, uh, and I know we can get them at Bridgeview, and they're probably the only place in town that we can. No, so. they're just. Yeah, I mean, co- yeah. this is a great beer, 
again, I'd I'd like a little less of the Kahlua flavor, a little more creaminess to it. Um, well, fuck. I mean that's what the, the, that's what the coffee thing is, right? It's almost too sweet, All right, Zach? Yeah. What do you think? I am so damn conflicted right now. <laughs> yeah, okay. My scale talk is, through it. Let's my scale is it. all messed up from this drink because White Russian is my favorite go-to cocktail. Oh, nice! Like I, I just love it. Even before I watched The Big Lebowski, I just loved it. And between the bomb coffee drinks and the fact that you've given me so many good beers, my whole scale is out of whack. I'm gonna have to have like a long walk on the beach to sort everything out here with. <laughs> okay, but Deep as a thoughts. white Russian yes. beard, and you can you can kill yeah. that by the way. As, That's all yours. Yeah. As a white Russian beer, I can't give this any less than a five two five. This is phenomenal. The man on the calculator is doing his dun, job. Dun, dun. So the average for Central Waters, uh, his dudeness is five point three five. Well, that's good enough to be great. That is. If you're not familiar with nitro beers, they're infused with nitrogen, so the head starts to create itself from the bottom of the glass and develops into a nice, really thick, creamy, foamy head on the top. I love a good nitro because I do love good head. (laughs) I love nitro, but that's just because I played Crash Team Racings in the early 2000s, so. Crash Bandicoot! <laughs> the one thing I don't like about nit- nitro beers is I hate waiting to drink my beer. It's like they pour the beer like out of a tap, then you got to sit there and wait for the fucking head to go up. It's like I might as well have a beer before I have Hol- this beer. Holy buckets of fuck! Did you guys smell this? Yep. Yeah. That is a thin mint cookie. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure you just liquefied yeah. what yep. was ever in a Girl Scout warehouse and put it in a glass. <laughs> Girl, liquefy our Girl Scout and see what she tastes. No, nope. <laughs> nope. nope. Never mind. Don't go there. Not all jokes are, are supposed to be out loud. <laughs> see, there, there, there are thinking thoughts. Yeah, that was. <laughs> then, there's thinking, there's thinking jokes thoughts and there's saying jokes. thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is when they get crossed. I get. I have way too many thinking thoughts that I speak. And the problem is, more thinking thoughts come out the more you drink. Yeah. Oh my god! All right. Well, I haven't. I thought we were gonna do this one last, so I guess I gotta. Oh, who cares? Let's just talk. Okay, this is Southern Tier. Yeah. Thick. Ooh, mint. that is thick. Oh, I mean that's okay. that's heavy, Listen, guys, heavy minty. When I saw this, I'm like, oh, okay. I want to see what happens when these these fucking guys try to. When a beer does nitrous oxide. No, just try to do like chocolate mint because I've had I've had a lot of beers with mint and none of them have like hit at all yet that I've had personally. Now, this beer, this is the thick mint, T-H-I-C-K mint nitro version of their Blackwater series, right? And I gotta say, this fucking beer. Uh, when I heard about it, I was like, "Okay, this is good. this is my last chance on chocolate mint." If these guys can't get it, I'm done with chocolate mint and trying to figure out if any stouts are are even fucking about it. I get coffee and vanilla creamer off the nose, and mint. And yeah, the, the lots mint, of mint. The and mint is. All up in your face. Yeah. And it doesn't smell like fresh mint. It does smell like the, the Girl Scout cookie mint. You know, yeah. it, it, it's not the spank the mint and put it in a 
mojito. This is spank the Girl Scout and put. God damn it, Chris! That's an that's another thinking thought. That's a, tri- that's, that's a trigger word. And on the taste, I get malty, mint, and then at the end, I get uh, dark chocolate. Blackwater series is what you're looking for there. The, there are all these nodes here, but at the end of the day, the moment this hits my tongue, this is a Girl Scout cookie that has been blended and put in my glass, and the, the maltiness just makes it feel like the box got blended in there too, and that's what adds the body, but not in a bad way. That's, that's a good way to say it. I like that. All right, so this is Southern Tears Blackwater Nitro Series welcomes back a fan favorite, Nudo Nitro, Thick Mint. And just here, oh, oh, sorry, just nitro beers are just good. I love well, nitro. Some of them are hit and miss. I love the feeling of it because it takes the body and it makes the body feel a little thinner. And who doesn't want to be a little thinner? I, I feel <laughs> nitro know? started off as like a fad, <laughs> like just a fun trigger word to be like, look what we can do. But now it's finally coming in into yeah. its own is like it's being used I properly. Mean, it, 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 it just feels lighter and more approachable. And you still get the depth of taste and flavor, but it feels like you could like I'm gonna put back a bunch of them because they don't feel as heavy in your in your in your belly and shit. I like how the uh, the creaminess or the airiness of the nitro pour makes it so that it kind of has that cookie. Kind of, kind of like that waferiness. Yeah, it's yeah, got airy wafery. There's texture. crust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, in a beautiful way. But I yeah, s- I, I agree I with still you. Still hate 100%. waiting for to drink oh. my beer. Is it waiting for the beer to? Yeah, I gotta wait for this shit to get done before I can drink it. Like I, I know there's no peanut butter eeness in this, but it kind of gives me like little Debbie like Nutter Bar feel, like those really thin wafers with like that yeah. rich chocolate on it. I get the wafer and chocolate part. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yep, yep. And that kind of lends to the cookie sensory experience, where like you're oh. feeling like you're drinking I mean, a cookie. It, it, it it's a thin mint cookie, but it's a little rich. Uh, this is a little bit sweeter than I want it to be. It's kind of like if someone in culinary school, like who's only been there for like a year or so, tried to recreate the Thin Mint at home. Right. You're fucking close, man. Yeah. And because (laughs) it's a stout, you get a little bit of that roasty coffee flavor that you wouldn't get in a Thin Mint cookie. And what's funny is this this is like 10%. Do you guys think this this tastes like 10%? This is not 10%. You you could almost convince me that this is borderline non-alcoholic. But really, it is so sweet. That I would probably only want one, and and yeah, I like sweet maybe, things typically. But, I've, but I've, I've, I've had this three is definitely in a row. this is definitely a dessert beer. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely for sure. Yeah, we'll all agree on that. You're yeah. not you're not cooking your steak in the sun with this beer. No, no you you are not. having this like it is nine thirty ten at night. You're like I should probably go to bed, hey, but I have another episode of the boys to watch. What so. time is actually what's nine thirty ten? Is that nine forty? Uh, it. it yeah, nine thirty ten. I haven't looked at my cell oh. phone in a half I, hour. That's what that. I'm is. not. I'm not. Gonna <laughs> Fuck you, Ernie. Sometime between nine thirty. Might be. I'll see you at nine thirty six, nine thirty seven. I don't know. Maybe nine thirty ten. Hey, hey, <laughs> focus, focus, focus. I am. That's I'm, funny shit. I'm beating a dead horse. Okay. Shh, you're making the professor mad. <laughs> I know. Right. Fuck him. I like Gilligan. 
<laughs> so we're gonna scroll this motherfucker. Anybody? Anybody? I'll start Bueller? off. Bueller? I'm gonna give this one a nine thirty ten. Nine thirty to ten. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll um, five two five. How about you, Zach? I, I said at the break, if this when you pull this out, if this beer delivers, this will be my six. This is my six. Yeah, dude. Uh this is my favorite chocolate milk stout ever. Uh, I, I can't disagree. I, I, I give this one a six as well. That's why I've had it. What are you going to give it, Ernie? Not, not a six. I don't know. It's almost too sweet even for me, yeah. but it is damn fucking good. I think I'd give it a five, five. All right. I'm going to go with a five. I think it is too sweet. I think it. I, I think it's delicious though, but just too sweet for me. Gotcha. All right, so the average for Southern Tears Brew Nitro Thick Mint Imperial Milk Stout is 5.55. I like how we feel weird about giving things a five sometimes. Like, God, I feel like I'm being a dick. Like, <laughs> like five's a bad score. <laughs> you know? Next. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I uh, wanted to bring the fire to this episode. So uh, once again, I brought a Firestone Walker beer that I really believe in. Wow, this is... And this is their uh, Gold Rider 2022 vintage. What the fuck? Is right? This, this doesn't is, even smell like beer. This is 11%. Jeepers, creepers. This is a high concept hybrid blend inspired by the sidecar cocktail. Okay. So this is yeah, age I think for, I get those orange bitters in this. And so this is aged for two years in Martell XXO, uh, 14 to 20 year old cognac barrels and orange bitters. Bitters, <laughs> bitters. However you want to say it. Yeah. Bitters barrels. Gold I was wondering what that other fucking smell was. Sorry, but. It, this is fucking cognac. shit. Yep. Wow. It, it's got that just that a class. light, light oh. grapiness to it, like a cognac, and this real, real vibrant lemon. This smells like a cocktail, not like a beer. Like you oh, could yeah. pour this in a glass and bring it to me, well, and I would think that you brought me an actual cocktail. I was thinking like a farmhouse ale. I was thinking a yes, I agree with you, Chris. Farm a cross between a farmhouse ale and maybe a barley wine. Yep. Well, like a lambic or something like that. Kind of something in there. Right, gold... some, of that, some of that weird funkiness. Yeah, and I think that probably comes from the barrel-aged um, traditional style golden ale. Like, yeah. there is going to be some funkiness because it's going to pick up something while it's in the barrel. Yeah, when you age something like that, like a golden ale, when you age anything, it turns into something great. So, uh, Gold Rider is a high-concept hybrid beer inspired by the sidecar cocktail. The story of this beer began when we brewed a base beer with an infusion of a Central Coast white wine juice. What the hell is Central Coast? What, what is white wine juice? So it would just be... I think it's just it, wine. Like a white privilege. grape. Like, like, is it like Chardonnay or is, is it fucking probably Moscato? A, or yeah, what the fuck is it? Probably a blend of different white wines. All right. I'm guessing. Ugh. Well, this is weird. All right. After fermentation, we aged the beer in 500 liter French cognac barrels for two years. With a separate portion matured in orange beer, bitters barrels. Keep trying. Finally, we incorporated a touch of fresh squeezed lemon juice 
to alleviate, uh, elevate the experience. To alleviate. <laughs> That's where I initially went. At 10%, it will alleviate something. Yeah, yeah. Well, it will alleviate 11. everything at that point. So this, this is 11, I think. Yeah, 11%. So this smells good, but have you guys tasted it? Yeah. The result, yeah. The result is a distinctive barrel-aged beer whose ingredients and flavors faithfully mirror the experience of an, enjoying a classic sidecar. It, so what's it, in a sidecar? If you're a listener of the podcast, you know we really dig Firestone Walker. This is one of the worst things I've had by them. Really? Yeah. So what is it? What's in a sidecar? It's cognac, bitters, and something it's, else. What's next to the regular car? Yeah. <laughs> or typically a motorcycle. Okay. Oh. God. So typically a sidecar you in cognac, uh, triple sec, or orange liqueur, and some lemon juice. Okay. You know, this I, tastes like a poorly made Manhattan. It's got, it's like if you uh, half-assed the ingredients and just used the worst sweet vermouth. And all I taste is bad sweet vermouth in this. Yeah, like uh, cognac, orange liqueur, and fresh lemon juice. Yeah. Why don't you just say ditto? Because I had to look it up. I had to research it. Plus the sugared rim sometimes. Oh, okay, so, so fourth first, porno I was ever in. Was sugar Rim. <laughs> <Sugared> rim. <laughs> yeah. That was a whole long series, though. I really don't want to see your IMDb page after this. <laughs> so at first I get for the aroma first is like a IMDb is my dick big. <laughs> <laughs> I love acronyms. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. you fucking broke me. I earned the slowest of claps. <laughs> <laughs> Just one. The second one comes as they walk out. Uh, All right, I, Chris, I don't get what do you, it. I mean, what do you what do you think? Is this is this like? I don't like it. Um, I've made some Manhattans myself, and I've used poor ingredients most of the time. Um, so I've never really enjoyed a Manhattan, except for the High West uh, pre-made Manhattans. That was better than any Manhattan I've ever made, and I've used better whiskey than High West. But when you have a bad vermouth, you fucking ruin everything, and that's what this tastes like to me. This does this tastes like it's a bad vermouth to me. Uh, well, I mean, it's, it's cognac, orange liqueur, and lemon juice. It tastes like sweet vermouth gone bad. There's no vermouth in it. Yeah, but correct. What saying but is have you ever grapey? So vermouth is a is a liqueur made yeah, out of grapes. Like, do you know too, what vermouth so is? Like similar sweet vermouth. It's a yeah we cognac variant. So yeah, yeah. I I, I, I the hear same what you're podcast, saying. For fuck's sake, <laughs> yes, of course I know what fucking vermouth Are you sure? is. <laughs> I hear what you're saying, and I somewhat agree. And I think that that's the problem that I typically have with most cocktail beers. Um, they're trying too hard. They're trying to emulate a flavor without the same ingredients. Mm -hmm. And they sh the thing that I think this beer struggles with, it, like you said, of, of coming across as like being made with cheap ingredients, but then also it's not fully carbonated, it's but it's vinegary not a little still. bit. It's like it kind of sits in this land where it's not really anything. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, there's some I, nice, I will say this. There's some the, nice the carbonation is fucking blech. Yeah, 
I mean, you had a little tiny bit of a head when we first poured it, but that's all been well, completely you, gone. Well, now. when you get above ten percent ABV, it's kind of that's hard difficult. to have a head. Fucking yes. head, and then when you, you know. barrel age something, it gets difficult. And then, yeah, but and it would be weird if it was super carbonated because yeah. who right. makes a sidecar cocktail <laughs> right. with a bunch of carbonation <laughs> in it? Can I get a sidecar with some sprite in it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sidecar bubbles, please, <laughs> or at least a straw so I can make my own. <laughs> <laughs> See, but the, I, I applaud the effort. Um, the flavors are almost there. I mean, there's some nice fruit notes for sure, but the aroma I, I get, is really I, good. I get, the nose, yeah, is good. it comes across yeah. vinegary and uh, just like not finished. I get like a, a lot of dark fruit, almost like a dark cherry, maybe some plum, yeah, um, maybe choke cherry. But then what at the end, it's kind of, it's right. kind of. Uh, yeah, when you said vinegary at the end, I'm like, yep, that's kind of what it is. It's like something I'm going to clean my coffee pot out with. See, kind of all the stuff you guys were saying were weirdly some of the things I kind of liked about it. Like it kind of yeah. has that charm of like 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 your local place that like tries to do cocktails every now and then. Yeah, so you like the like the bitter parts. Yeah, I kind of like the bitter stuff. parts. Yeah. I kind of yeah. like, you know, I there, there's a, there's like that charm. There's almost like a homemade charm to it where you're it's like, like they I, muddled that's everything okay. for your yeah. old Because we have listeners that love the bitter parts like you <laughs> yeah. do too. Yeah, that, and, it, and that's, that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. It, it tastes like, you know, when like when someone in your family makes something and you're like, you know it's not quite right, but you can kind of like taste the love they put into it a little bit. I can taste the heart in this <laughs> and I appreciate it. It's like they made an old fashioned, but they did it with those chocolate covered maraschino cherries that are bright pink, and they just threw away the chocolate. Yeah, but they kept the weird fucking cream and the neon fucking cherry, which are both bad things. Yeah, it's it's like someone had to make this on chopped in I like was just ten minutes. Say, so it's like one of those food shows where they got all the shitty ingredients and had to make something good. Yeah, it's like here's squid heads, Gatorade, and apples. Make a meal out of this. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude! Oh. All right, what do we got for a score? Absolutely nothing yet. Okay, yeah, we so haven't given our numbers yet. Chris, start this one off. Uh, four point zero. Okay, Zach. So. I really enjoy it. I think it could be honed up a little bit, so I'm going to give this a four or five. This one is divisive. I know. Well, here's the thing. like, I know what all those things taste like, and all those things came across in this ale. Did I like what the actual flavor was? No, but it's it's what they had. It's what they listed on their on their on their bottle. Here it is. Gold Rider, yeah, uh, okay, fuck you guys. <laughs> it was uh, this guy. 5.5. Holy, ba really? Based on... Lying. You're just lying to yourself. You like Firestone Walker's other stuff so much that you're going to lie to yourself that this is a good fucking drink. Knox said 5.5. Five. No, no, I yeah. said... Move on. Ernie, What's four. What's on the Ernie, label? What's on the label? Three. What's on the label? Three. What's on the label? It's a Throw three. It down. Huh? <laughs> it's fucking. It's not good. It's not good. If it's supposed actually, to be, actually, if it's three is be, average. If it's supposed to be a fucking sidecar, it missed. It missed the mark. 
Yeah, but all the way around. It's sidecar inspired, just like all the superhero movies are adapted from the comic books. Like you can't give the same thing. This is the sidecar that doesn't actually hook to your motorcycle. Wrong hookup. It's sitting (laughs) in the front lawn on blocks. But but why try to make it? So now we just made it a fucking high chair. All right, that's fair enough. (laughs) So we got for an average. Happy Father's Day. (laughs) (laughs) The average for Firestone Walker's uh, Gold Rider is four twenty. Is it the last beer Worth of the it. day? Worth yes. It. To, to put this in, uh, Firestone Walker is the only beer that we've had a unanimous six on also, though. Yes. Yeah. Everybody at the table looking. voted a six on one of the Firestone Walkers. So yeah. we love Firestone Walker. So me giving the three is not me pissing on Firestone Walker. It's me no. pissing on this beer <laughs> like they did into the bottle. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and there goes the nice. sponsorship. <laughs> Mike, drop. <laughs> That's okay. I mean, hey, we... We have to be honest here. This mm-hmm. podcast is about integrity. We don't give a shit about our, you know, if we find a bottle somewhere else that's not our sponsor. If I piss somebody off, I win. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, not that far. Well, you've already succeeded. Yeah. That's why you're a champion. That's right. <laughs> Oreo stack and legend. All There's right. No... So, Ernie, can you give us a rundown? Do you need some of... saving there, Knox? I-, I need you to give us a rundown of today's scores on, a- on all six of our beers. Well, just rewind this shit and listen to it again. No, I just <laughs> would like you to give us a rundown, please. Well, uh, Junkyard's Hasta Barista was first place. It's unbelievable nice. how many times <laughs> I say don't pronounce the fucking H and you guys just do it. Hasta <laughs> Barista. Hasta uh, uh, Barista. Uh, five, six, five. <laughs> Closely second by Southern Tears Nitro. Thick You're mint autistic. 5.55. Yeah, the thick mint <laughs> is 5.55. Uh, long story short, we had a lot of good beers and the worst we did today was a 4.20, which was the Firestone Walker. They have a lot better. Old vermouth. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's like, martini and that's only because and Ra- we hold them up to this standard. It's like Martini and Ross. If you left it out in the sun, we applaud the effort, though. Keep no. trying to make cocktail beers. I yeah, agree. dude. I agree. Firestone Walker, man. You always have the the fact that you you want to experiment as much as you do, and you you can keep doing it. No, please. they're they're killers. And killers, uh, stay yeah. tuned, or if you guys not have, if you've not signed up for our Patreon. You absolutely should because our next episode that we're recording for Patreon it's directly after this is yep. pre-made cocktails, not not cocktails by beer people, but cocktails by cocktail people. So stick around for that. Sign up. Spend your money. And that's going to be on what Manhattan's or old fashions? Old fashions. Old fashions. Ooh. There we go. Old fashions on the Patreon episode coming up here. I mean, so. how much more Father's Day is that? I mean, fucking a right. Let's out the ties. Uh, well, hey, Chris, you want to promote anything? Uh, no, I uh, promote safe sex. Uh, happy Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they go together. Lambskin's top shelf. <laughs> so, yeah, so, Zach, you're promoting lambskin top shelf? Yep. What, anything else? Uh, yep, you can follow me on Twitter, at ZRAM Comedy. Uh, it's recently new, so not a bunch on there, but I'm going to be posting some new dates coming up up there and other things going on. Uh, okay, get that social media shit going. Yeah, there we go. Da- I mean, look out for the dates, prunes, figs. Yep. yep. <laughs> Leaked iCloud pictures, you know, no. all that good stuff. No. no. Uh, <laughs> I'm only mad because I didn't think of it. <laughs> Even dad joke is like, no, no, that was bad. That was bad. 
<laughs> Go yeah. ahead, Zach. Uh, I, also, I also got a uh, Twitch channel, uh, Try Attack Zach. If you're a fan of nerd culture things, comic books, or just hanging out, having a good time playing video games, Is I stream that that every. that thing that Michael J. Fox has? Twitch. Oh, <laughs> oh Jesus! No, uh, is that? But no. Uh, <laughs> but his band is called Palsy and the Shakes. <laughs> oh, wait, that's the wrong one. You are. <laughs> no. Fucking fuck us. <laughs> like, I believe in you. Anyways, Dude, I'll find yeah. I'd, I'd feel yeah. really bad if we got canceled if we were popular. <laughs> but we're not. So, but I, I can only imagine what the last call episode is going to be like. Both oh the people I God. know that I listen know. to this love that joke. All right. <laughs> But yeah, if you're a fan of nerd culture, all the like, or just like want to have someone to hang out with on uh, Mondays and Thursday nights, follow me on Twitch at Try Attack Zach. And that's all I got for now. Excellent. We well, Zach, uh, Chris, I want to thank you guys for being on the podcast. I don't say it often enough. I really do appreciate you guys coming down and hanging out with us. Of I've course, had a, yeah. Had a blast. Oh always, man, I love you guys come down. Well, we want we want to thank our sponsors for uh, supporting our show, and we want to thank you, listeners. Without who this podcast wouldn't happen. And to you, we say we'd thank you more if you signed up for Patreon. Yeah, was oh, that what we wanted to say? I wasn't sure. I don't know. May, may your glasses be full <laughs> and, and your spirits high. high. Cheers. Cheers. That was sloppy, like the last fuck I had. <laughs> this has been a Predicate Productions episode of Brews, Booze, and Reviews. For more information, head over to brewsboozeandreviews.com. Special thanks to our sponsors for supporting our podcast. You too can support our show by supporting them. We have merch for sale that you can purchase from our Shops tab on Facebook. We also have extra content that you can access by going to patreon.com slash brews, booze, and reviews.